0: Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's edition of This Woman Can. I am your host, Janice Sutherland, career strategist for the black woman over 40. But today I'm talking to my women over 50. This week I'm in a reflective mood because I am celebrating my 58th birthday. Now, way back in the 1900s, the average life expectancy was 47 years old. And as recently as 1950, this would be the time, 58, when I'd be kicking the bucket, so to speak. And if you're like me, you probably grew up as a child thinking that people with grey hair were old. But today that's no longer the case because we in our 50s, we can make our own, our own rules. You can grow old gracefully or disgracefully as you, can, or as you want by choosing your own attitude and approach to change. Everyone is different. We all have unique challenges and strengths. And when I was growing up like you, like I said, you probably considered 50 old. I know I certainly did. And if you even listen to the world around you right now, I can hear it telling me, oh, 58, you're old, that maybe I should be stepping back. Let the newer models, you know, then all the 30s, the millennials come through. And Google searches reveal that. As a woman over 40, I have challenges from the proverbial grey hair, menopause, poor health, and that I'm no longer employed because, you know, I'm just too old. Plus a multitude of other issues. And admittedly, I may experience some of the things. I've got a few grey hairs now. I'm a little bit slower than I used to be. But it doesn't make me a write-off. Something to be just dashed in the corner and forgotten about, you know, that I've served my purpose. And that, you know, what I have to offer is no longer viable. The real rub here is that, I really don't believe I'm old. I don't feel old. That's not what I feel. Society and media, you know, the joy killers are telling, me, are telling me that I'm old. They're telling me that I should slow down, look towards my pension, you know, put my feet up, you know, enjoy being a granny being and, and the grandchildren. But longevity figures say that I've got at least another 25 years to go all being well. And that means I've got to support myself financially. That means working far longer than our predecessors ever did. And I'm a great believer of if that's my lot, shouldn't I be enjoying what I do? I see and work with plenty of women who have raised their children, given their all to their partners and have very little left themselves thinking, now what do I do? Do. I see women who have raised the same children and now ready to step up to their careers and take on the C-suite. Fabulous. I see women who have discovered they're now what? Leave the corporate world to just become something different, to embrace that creative side, become authors, artists, entrepreneurs and more. And hands up, I'm one of them because that's where their life or that's what's right for their life right, right now They've not given up. They've not gone to seed. They have evolved. They've paid their dues and it's now time to get theirs. Now, a few years back, I wrote to my guide, Five Lessons I Learned, Reinventing Myself at 40 and Again at 50. I'll put the link in in the notes, in the show notes. And I didn't expect to get such a positive reaction from so many women. And it highlighted that there's definitely a conversation to be had not with anybody else but with ourselves we are just not good at making ourselves a priority at putting ourselves first but we really do have a strong desire to have an alternative future so today i'm asking you or saying to you giving yourself to tell you to ease up on yourself and give yourself permission to make you yes you a priority It is so okay to break the mold past 40. After all the rules are made to be broken, plus who made them anyway? Come on, let's get a grip. It's not okay to listen to those silent joy joy killers, but it is okay to want more from your life. It's not okay to want more and moan and do nothing about it, but it is okay to admit that you're unsure of how to make that change and that you need help. It's okay to get the help you need to live the life you desire. This is all part of the evolution process. It's all part of evolving into next phase of you. The term personal growth is thrown around a lot, but I really do prefer the term personal evolution. To me, there's a distinction between growing and evolving. Personal growth is goal oriented whereas for me personal evolu- evolution is allowing yourself to become the person that you truly are who you really are deep down personal growth implies that ch- it implies changing things about yourself you know making making a difference whereas personal ev- evolution implies that you're accepting who you are and allowing changes to occur naturally Now, I say that, I I, kind of say that, hopefully, with confidence, because for a while, I spent a great deal of effort trying to change the things I really didn't like about myself. But the harder I worked at doing that, the harder I worked at trying to make those changes, it was harder to make the change. And eventually, I realized that there was a conflict between what I was trying to do and the person I was trying to become or evolving to become. And that's what personal even and that personal evolution, should I say, is not about changing who you are, as much as it is about learning to accept who you are, warts and all, everything that good, bad, and indifference, and enabling yourself to become that person. If we allow ourselves to accept who we are naturally, and as I said, warts and all, then changes occur naturally and it happens, it doesn't feel like a, a, a huge fight. Change manifests itself because we allow ourselves to evolve as opposed to forcing ourselves to change. I don't know about you. If you force me into doing something, I, I I have a bad reaction to it. I really do react against it. So how do you get to the point of self-acceptance? How do we allow ourselves to evolve? Well, couple of things really but the first thing is to start by removing the barriers to evolution and discovering the core values i'm always talking about core values the ones that define who we are now because as we've matured they have most definitely changed the values that are now important to us in our 40s and 50s certainly and shouldn't be those of our 20s we need to accept who we are right now with all our flaws our inconsistencies and the challenges that come with them, welcome them as part of us and stop fighting against them. You know, stop rebelling against them. When you do that, you lessen the tension that's getting in the way of our evolution. And sometimes for some of us, because we are fighting against it, it may be causing a stress or burnout. Once you've identified and understood the core values that make us who we are, then we can actually take that affirmative action to support those values. And again, you'll always hear me talk about having your values aligned to your career and your personal life priorities. It's important to remember that your personal evolution never stops. You're a living person living with constant change. And because of that, you can only live as you are right now. So instead of trying to become that person that uh, society says or that you have in your head or that or somebody else has said, that image of who you'd like to be and upsetting yourself because the changes you're trying to force, you know, trying to force in yourself aren't working. Try a different approach. If it isn't working, try something different. Allow your personal evolution to occur naturally by accepting who you are now and placing your awareness and energies on aligning your life with your core values. Just be kind to yourself. Secondly, stop thinking that any personal change really requires you to start over from scratch from the bottom, you know, from from the, from, from, from the dots. This is particularly pertinent, especially when you're thinking of your career or changing careers. The reality in this case is that you've acquired a multitude of valuable skills and experience. Those talents and abilities that that can travel with you when you make a transition, no one takes them away. You're always going to have them. Your focus right now should be on what, how, where and who you can leverage those talents with, which sometimes isn't always clear to us and we need a little helping hand, which is where I come in. And if you're thinking that's just what I need, then I'm inviting you to consider joining my Leverage Your Career virtual retreat. It's gonna be a two part event, um, very short, well I say very short, but short sessions over December and January, some work in between that'll enable you to reflect on the year that's ending and draw insights about who you are, your strengths, where you want to go next in your career. And you'll look ahead and map out a plan to start the new new year strong. That's 2023 already. Whether you're ready to start a new job, make a change in life, or just start going down the path of exploring what's next. You can find more details on my website, JaniceSutherland.com, or I'll leave a note to sign up in the show notes with more information. So I'm going to leave it just there. And carry on with my ever-evolving self as I've earned it and you have too. And all remember, if I can, you can, this woman can, take care and I'm going to have a fabulous birthday. Until next time.